game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Afrogetti. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. of the Post Game Pints Podcast. My name's Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell. We got a lot to get to. Hockey's coming back. We got the schedule. Uh, I can't wait. The Montreal Canadiens add a depth player. And Sean, most importantly, we've been busy because we're going to talk about beer. We got beer. We got Gallo beer. We got Campbell beer. An IPA. A dark ale. And I have to tell you, Maybe this isn't the best selling point in the world because the beer tastes great. But man, oh man, I don't know uh, how much of my beer you've had. But when you first crack it open and start pouring it, the smell that comes from this can is delightful. Like it just has a nice aroma and then a nice taste. I'm really enjoying me some Angry Gallo. And I'll be very honest with you. I was at La Brasse uh, earlier today, the day we're filming this podcast. I had some of your beer. I had some of my beer. And people were coming in and asking me, should I buy the Gallo beer? Should I buy the Campbell beer? I'm an honest guy. I had to tell them both are outstanding. And I really like Campbell's just as much as I like mine. It really, it really depends on what type of mood I'm in. But I enjoy both the Dark Ale and the IPA. So, you know, kudos to our sponsors at uh, – at LaBrosse, they've nailed it. You know, thank you so much to everybody there, but especially to, uh, to Dan, who came up with these great recipes, did all the heavy lifting, found out the flavors, the hops, put everything together. So thank you to you, Dan. Uh, don't forget, a couple podcasts back, click the link. He's there. He tells us about uh, some of the flavors. And also got to thank Alex, uh, Sean, because without him as well, you know, he's the, the brains behind the whole thing. And I know that uh, you are just as thrilled with everything that's transpired leading up to the launch of the Angry Gallo Ale and the Camel Play-By-Play IPA. Yeah, Mitch, look, uh, I got to echo your sentiments. And I had the opportunity to finally taste. You had like a th- three or four days to just to taste test, but it was before the beers were ready. And I finally had an opportunity. I knew kind of what mine was going to taste like. Yours I was very curious about. And I finally had an opportunity to taste yours. And I told you what it I texted you right away. I said, yours smells outstanding. And and again, I am on team Campbell. All right. And you're on team angry Gallo. I'm just letting you know, I'm, I'm all for both beers. I, I, I'm on for the Campbell play by play IPA. I'm on for the angry Gallo ale. And like you said, you got to thank Alex, like Alex concept of the t-shirts there's individual t-shirts with numbers. You get drafted to team Campbell. You get drafted to team Gallo uh, proceeds. If you buy a t-shirt at LaBrosse, go to charity. So 
uh, go check it out. There's only a limited amount of t-shirts, but uh, look at, look how good these look. Uh, team Campbell and team angry uh, Gallo. It is absolutely outstanding. Great job by Alex. He's really been a front man. Uh, shout out to Matt who kind of, Helped us get together. Captain, who's uh, helped us with the beers as well. Every time we, we go there, I see Troy. I see everybody working around. Uh, they're so generous with their time. And to put this concept together. Uh, look, I know we want to dive into the beers. We'll get into them just a little bit later because I want to get into the specifics of the beer. But uh, thanks to LeBras. And I'm excited. Go check them out throughout the holidays. They have a holiday schedule. We're going to be posting on the Post Game Pints podcast link. Uh, but it will be uh, the 29th and 31st of December. They're open. Uh, you also got to check it out if, you know, you get that between the holidays. Other than that, it's January 8th. So go get your Angry Gallo Ale. Go get your Campbell play-by-play IPA. But Mitch, we finally have a date. We got confirmation. The NHL is back. Let's rapid fire very quickly here. Well, Sean, uh, obviously I- I'm really pumped. I can't wait. I'm going to be glued to my TV. We're going to be working a lot. I'm going to assume at this time covering these games, it's going to be a condensed schedule. We're going to see a lot of the same teams over and over and over again. You know, I looked at some of the uh, protocols. Hopefully the NHL can, can pull this off without any hiccups along the way. Timing seems really good in my opinion. You know, you, you get everybody uh, geared up right after New Year's hits. Uh, the training camp's opening on January 3rd, the regular season on January 13th. Pumped about that. And, oh, yeah. you know, with, with the timing, we're going to be going from winter into spring around uh, North America. More and more people are going to be being vaccinated as we get into the warmer months uh, that, that spring entails. Hopefully the cases start to come down. And eventually, hopefully, Sean, we'll be able to see fans at the belts. Like, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And you know me, I've been uh, glass half full. And I always want my, my, my pint of glass half full. I don't want it half empty. I've been on the positive side of things. But I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that at some point, the situation becomes to the point where they can make some kind of announcement that there's some type of capacity at the Bell Center if the Canadians make the playoffs. And they're I able mean- to have some fans uh, in the month of April or May. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that's the case. You know, I don't expect, Sean, for us to see 21,000 at the Bell Center when the playoffs roll around. But, hey, you know, some places in the United States are doing it in December and January. You know, we're, we're looking at Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida, Arizona, some of these teams already having fans. Major I think it's realistic to think we could have 25% capacity when the playoffs roll around. Yeah, May, May and June, it could, you, you could have fans in Montreal. I don't know, or we could just still be in lockdown and it just will all fall apart. I, I don't know, but I'm going to be living with what I know right now. January 13th, the season starts. Uh, I don't know how much of a glimpse of the schedule you got to see, but these series uh, that you're going to be pounding out, Montreal's going to Vancouver three games in, in, in four nights. They finished the season with three games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The playoffs could be on the line because you have three games against the Leafs. They play the Leafs 10 times. If they play the Leafs in the first round, it could be 10 times in a row if they go seven. I mean, I saw the schedule. I got giddy. I got giddy, Mitch. I, I don't know what else stood out for you in that schedule. Well, you know, uh, going out west immediately, uh, right off the hop, kind of, kind of stood out. Um, I, I, I went and counted the Toronto matchups right away, Sean. You know how much I love watching uh, Leafs, Montreal Canadiens hockey. I'll take 10 games in a row if they have a seven-game playoff series. And, hey, who, who even knows, Sean? Uh, the three games at the end of the season, maybe a playoff spot is on the line. Maybe home ice advantage in that playoff series is on the line. 
albeit we'll see where teams are playing at that point. Uh, so I, I'm all for it. And, and the other thing I'll add, we, we knew this before the schedule was released, but the Canadian division is going to be ultra competitive. And yes. you have only four teams that get in. You know, every team except Ottawa has a chance to get in, in my mind. So it's going to be super competitive. Like, there's no nights that you can take off. Like, I know on the other side, uh, Pete DeBoer was calling the Vegas Golden Knights division the division of death. It's I don't e really see it that way because Vegas e is almost guaranteed a playoff spot. Like, you have Colorado, St. Louis, and uh, and Vegas. Those three teams are really good. And come, come the, the playoffs when it's one – against four and two against three yeah then maybe you're at a bit of a disadvantage but you're guaranteed to be in the playoffs almost if you're the vegas golden knights the fourth spot is up to for grabs but you're gonna get to you're gonna get to beat up on arizona you're gonna get to beat up on the la kings you're gonna get to beat up on the anaheim ducks i look at the canadians division and i don't even think ottawa is as bad as the teams i just named la uh, Anaheim and Arizona. I think Ottawa is actually a step above those teams. Yeah, so we'll this see. Canadian division, every night is going to be really hard because you're going to be doing everything you can to win games again for the playoffs. Yeah, there's you know teams like Arizona and Anaheim. I I, I don't have much faith in there, there. There are some X factors in LA. I know they're going to, with a youth turn, but with the mix of the veterans, it might be surprising. And and San Jose, if they can get healthy enough, I still think that they have talent on that team. Well, I think Tron, I think San Jose could end up in the fourth spot. Now, you know I'm a little bit biased. I like that team. Yeah. But if Carlson is healthy and Hurdle's healthy and Evander Kane is the power forward, we know he can be, and Brent Burns regains yeah. his form, and Devin Dubnik plays like he played a couple years ago in Minnesota, yeah, uh, that that's a team that can maybe make the playoffs. So that, that's just a quick look at the schedule. I mean, there's so much to dive into, 56 games. Oh, yeah. We still got to figure out exactly how it's going to work, but – uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, towards Montreal, just locally for you and I, Mitch, uh, working out of Montreal, the Canadians signed a player. I, I thought they were up against the cap. I thought they didn't have any room. They signed an NHL veteran, 32 years old, Michael Frolik. Uh Where does he fit in? Do, does this mean the Canadians have to make another move? No, Sean. Everybody that says that uh, it's because a trade is coming doesn't know how Mark Bergevin operates. Uh, there's two things I'll say. Two things I'll say about the move, and then maybe you can elaborate on both because I know even though you love arguing with me, you'll agree with me. The two things I'll tell you right now, number one, taxi squad, number two, playoffs. That's it. That's why they got Frohly. Those two reasons. Look, I, I, I think taxi squad is too far for him. I, I think, you know, the taxi squad is past 23. You're still going to need a 13th forward that's part of your roster that's not going to play. I think the first thing I thought was schedule because of how many games you play back-to-back -back against everybody. There's guys that are going to get beat up. And because of the schedule and the con condensed injuries. And the, the point I, I, I'm looking at, think about where the Canadians were in the playoffs where they, 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 they felt good, okay? Their bottom four, or, or let's go with their bottom three wingers. Let's not even look at the center ice position because Froelich comes in on the wing, and I thought they were stacked at wing. Their bottom three wingers in the playoffs were Weiss, Wheel, Belzil. Let me give you three more names. Lekkanen, Byron, Froelich. Which one are you taking? Those are your bottom three wingers. It, it's insane how much has changed. And it's the same thing on the blue line. Last year, it was, who's going to be the sixth defenseman? Is it going to be Willette or is it going to be Christian Follin? Well, now it's, who's going to be the seventh defenseman? Is it going to be Kulak? Is it going to be Mete? Or is it going to be Romanov? 
I mean, it just everything has changed with depth. So I think yeah. that it's just the depth. Well, well Sean, depth depth is obviously huge. And again, so name those uh, name those first three fours that you uh, threw at me, but before you said uh, for a leak, Byron and Lekkinen, Weiss, Wheel, and Belzil. American Hockey League, American Hockey League, American Hockey League. Michael Froelich doesn't sniff the American Hockey League at it's any an point NHL in his player. career in the last 10 years. Like, yeah. this is a guy who's a former top 10 pick. He's a guy who usually touches almost 20 goals. Like, you're absolutely right. Uh, with all due respect to uh, Belzil, uh, Wheel, and, uh, and Dale Weiss, at this point in their careers, these guys were fringe NHLers and on a good deep team they're probably playing in the American Hockey League. In fact, you know, all three have played in the American Hockey League uh, at some point in the last two years. So you're right. And come playoff time, hey, sometimes it just takes – you have a playoff series, it just takes that small adjustment. You take a player out, you bring a player in for one game, somehow he finds a way to come up with a big moment, big play, maybe scores a goal, sets one up, factors in on the penalty kill. Who knows? Uh, but I think that's what Froelich can do. And uh, also, uh, j just just remember, um, for a league, probably uh, Bergman probably has some familiarity with him. Uh, for a league, uh, played his second uh, uh, landing spot in his career was uh, with Chicago. I think it was yeah, right around, around 2011. That time. In 2011, it was right before Bergman came to Montreal. Yeah, so 2011, for a league, goes to Chicago. Uh, 2012. Uh, Bergevin's up uh, the GM of the Montreal Canadiens, right? Something like that yeah. as far as the uh, time span is concerned. And uh, we know Froelich goes uh, back to Florida after. So he's got, uh, he's got connections with, uh, with Bergevin's uh, former uh, GM in Chicago. Yeah, I, and I just, just think, think, think about when sense. he was uh, – Mitch, think when he was a free agent. Froelich in Montreal, when he, when he signed in Calgary, Froelich in Montreal was there. And maybe yeah. there's, there's – you know there's always that player that a GM always liked and he always wanted, he, he could get, maybe he can't get, maybe he just liked them. Maybe he was one of the reasons he got him to come to Chicago. I don't know the history, but the first time I have a chance that's for Mark Bergman to speak on this, I, I would love to ask him about that. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he, uh, he'll have something to say. And uh, the other thing I'll, I'll mention that uh, nobody's really pointed out, Sean, um, you know, no, nobody ever talks about necessarily the, the player's perspective of things. And I know uh, Mike Rofrolik, uh, plays, uh trains out of Montreal with a bunch of those, uh, those octagon guys, uh, a lot of uh, Czech players that come yeah. to Montreal and train during the summer. I can't Kladno. help but wonder. What's that? Kladno. He's from Kladno. Yeah, but I, I can't. I, yeah, so he's, he, he – but I, I know he trains uh, with Voracek and yeah. Huberdo and Drouin and these guys that train out of, uh, out of Montreal. I just – I can't help but wonder if he likes the city – and knows the city a little bit, and that's why he's like, okay, you know, I might be comfortable in that spot. Okay, Mitch, that's our rapid fire. I know that usually we play a little bit of a game and we go back and forth. Uh, we just got a couple more things here on the Post Game Pints podcast. Campbell and Gallo, glad you could join us once again. Happy holidays, happy new year. Uh, we usually put two podcasts out a week. This week we're just doing one podcast. This is it. Uh, we've been celebrating with the Campbell play-by-play -play IPA and the Angry Gallo Ale. Uh, Mitch, why don't I do this, okay? You tell me, because I just want to talk about the beers that they put out. You tell me what you love about the Campbell play-by-play -play IPA, and then I will tell you what I love about the Angry Gallo Ale. Well, I think uh, the thing I love about the uh, Campbell play-by-play -play IPA is the fact that it's poundable. 
it's poundable. Look, I like IPAs, but usually when I have an IPA, that poundable. I'm already done the first one. <laughs> when uh, when I have a, an IPA, usually, usually, and I really enjoy them, I can have one, maybe two, because the hops eventually I got to move on to something a little bit easier to drink. Uh, with yours, I find I could probably smash uh, three, four easily uh, in one sitting. So I, I would say that's my favorite thing about yours. It's also um, for an IPA, uh, it's not super hoppy. Like it, it's got hops, obviously, but it, it doesn't take over the flavor mm. of the beer and you're still able to taste uh, taste beer. So uh, that's what I'll say I like about yours, Campbell. Yeah, and you know what? That's kind of the concept when, you know, we, they, they asked us what we liked and how we liked beers. I said, I like IPAs, but I know everybody doesn't like an IPA. So how do we introduce to someone who doesn't like IPAs? Mitch, when they introduced the beers at LeBron's, we have a buddy that we play hockey with he said, I don't even normally like IPAs, but he goes, the Campbell one blew me yeah. away. He, he's like, I don't like IPAs, but if you've never had and you want to be introduced to them, and you've tried at one, maybe it wasn't the right one. This is the kind of IPA you introduce somebody to IPAs. It's a lower percentage. It's at 6% instead of 7 It's not a double IPA. The hops don't smash you in the face. So you're, you're right. And the other thing is that I absolutely love, and shout out to Alex, is the, uh, the boar's head for the logo because that is the Campbell clan logo. So I got to give a huge shout out to that. Uh, what I'll say, the Angry Gallo Ale. One, you mentioned already, you open up the can, you can smell it. And I, I had their uh, Bitter Englishman, which I really do enjoy. And I like a dark ale. The, the, they use cocoa. But you, you have a coffee you know, background and you love your coffee. I know you do. And I love that that's part of it. And that's part of you and part of the beer. And that... And that like comes right through the beer. And I like my coffee too. And it, and it also, if you don't like coffee, it doesn't make a difference. It's still part of the flavor. It tastes like beer. It's a, it's a dark ale. It's exactly what it is. It's not a stout where it's a little bit too much. This is an ale. It's an angry gallo ale. And I love the smell, the, the scent, how smooth it is. It's a perfect 5%. And, uh, you know, if you are a coffee lover, you'll love it. If you're not a coffee lover, you'll still like it because it's, it's not overwhelming. It's just a hint, but the aroma is right there. And yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't get us wrong here. It's got, it's got a, a hint of coffee, a hint. It's yeah, a no, hint. It's not like you're coffee. not, you're not, you're not drinking uh, yeah. a cup of coffee in a can. This is a beer. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you are a coffee connoisseur, you'll, you'll be like, Ooh, I can smell it. If you're not, and you don't even like coffee, you're like, ah, oh, gives me a little pep in my step. Like that's just kind of, <laughs> a little you know, so, and I, the logo is absolutely perfect. So uh, a shout out again to LeBros, lebros.com uh, over the holidays, December 29th and December 31st. Those are the only two days that they will be open. Make sure you check it out at lebros.com. You can order ahead of time online. I think Mitch and I are going to try and go back uh, one of those two days. Maybe we'll try and coordinate. We go on the same day. Uh, and then make sure people can go and replenish after the holidays. I know that there's a lockdown in the uh, Montreal area, so you have to choose and pick and choose the dates that you can go and come and pick up, wear your mask, everything social distancing. It is absolutely great, labrosse.com. And once again, shout out to the whole crew at Labrosse for putting this together. Yeah, and Sean, uh, just, just to be clear, as far as the lockdown and picking your dates, uh, check, with the, check with the guys at Labrosse, because I know Montreal – and uh, and the surrounding areas of Quebec are going into a lockdown as of uh, December 25th until this, uh, January 11th. However, 
uh, since they sell liquor, much like the SAQ, they are going to be open for some selective uh, selected dates. So just make sure you check. You will be able to get this uh, after the 25th. Uh, during the lockdown, just check with them as far as their hours are concerned, because their hours yeah, will the, be limited, the but they're going to be there. I got the exact hours for you. It, it will be December 29th, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and uh, December 31st. So for your New Year's Eve party, your Zoom party that you're going to be alone, get your Campbell play-by-play IPA. Get no, just imagine, things. imagine being on a Zoom call and someone's like, hey, what are you drinking? And you're like, well, yeah. obviously, what, you don't have yeah, I know. the Angry Gallo Ale? Look how good this looks on Zoom. Look how good this looks on Zoom. This is awesome. So uh, check those out on those two days. Uh, so shout out to LeBras. Uh Mitch, there's, there's no post, uh, there's no pop quiz today. Uh, why don't we uh, quickly, we have one thing that you and I have to get out of, out of. we don't know how we're going to do this, but no one cares about our fantasy teams. I don't care about your fantasy team. You don't care about my fantasy team. I get that. But you will care who wins or loses between Gallo and I. We play fantasy football. We made the final against each other this week there's got to be a consequence to the loser i know the winner's gonna win i don't even know how much how much was this pool you just say you want to play fantasy pool you know me i'm like how i'm in and then at the end of the pool they're like uh campbell you owe us 80 dollars okay here you go that's how i work so i don't even know if i paid already maybe i did maybe i didn't but anyways uh you're gonna care about the consequence we we need to figure out what happens to the loser all right well uh i i have two things that i kind of want Okay, I got a couple ideas too, so we'll see. Um, I, I would like number one, if I defeat you, um, for you to have to wear a shirt at least for a month on the podcast saying, Gallo beat me again. Okay, so we have to figure out how to make that shirt though. Oh, we can make the shirt. That's easy. I, okay. I, my I, friends that played again made me a shirt last time that said Gallo 2, Camel 0. So don't worry, I can get another shirt, Kent. Okay. The other thing I would like. Yeah is I think it would be hilarious is on top of paying me uh, the $50 entry fee, you had to buy me a bunch of Campbell play-by-play IPAs. Like you are going to purchase them for me. And you, 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 can't, you can't dip into your stash that you were given. No, no, no. I want to see you go up to the cash with the beers, show me that you're paying, and walk out of the store and then hand deliver them to my door. Okay, okay. So I, I, I like the yeah, then you would have to pay, pay for Angry Gallo beer. I, I would like the shirt not to read I lost to Campbell again. I would like the shirt to read I lost to Campbell in fantasy football. Okay, I, 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 okay, I, I would like the t-shirt to read that. I like that. The other thing I was thinking because look, you've, you're, I know you're wearing a toque right now, but you've been working on the man bun. Yeah. Okay. And I know that I have the mustache. It could be the mustache versus the man bun. Whereas the first time we have to cover a Habs game at the Bell Center together. I would have to wear a man bun and you would have to go in a mustache. <laughs> Sean, when I, uh, not, not that there's anything uh, wrong with being Mexican, but I am going to look very Mexican. I, hey, look, I know my hair is getting long, but that means I can't cut my hair because I would have to make sure it gets long enough for a man bun. I'm, I'm in. I'm in for uh, for all three things. Okay, so T-shirt that says I lost fantasy football to Campbell. For uh, a, a pack at Labras, I buy a Campbell play-by-play IPA and bring it to you. You buy an Angry Gallo Ale and bring it to me. 
And first time we go to the Bell Center to cover a Habs game, I have to wear a man bun or you have to be a man. None of this. No, no. Mustache. Nothing else. Just mustache. Oh, no, no. I, I, I understand. Uh, like, I already got a bit of a mustache. I'll get rid of everything else and I'll yeah. grow this in as thick as I possibly can in one month. Okay, I won't care. I, I won't cut my hair. And I don't know. I don't even know if we're going to be able to go. It has to be. We have to be there together. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Sold. That is. So there's three consequences here. And we play each other this weekend in fantasy football. I hope. Look, I got squeezed by the semifinals because my team put up a dud of a game. But I still, they were good enough to get through. Well, I had, uh, I had 140 points last week and I had 160 the week before. However, Sean. I've been getting no play at the quarterback position. Russell Wilson has been awful in the last few weeks. And I've made a change. <laughs> and who would have thought that I'm putting all my eggs in? I'm Tom Brady. No. On the Philadelphia Eagles. Sean, oh, no. on Sunday, You're doing I'm dressing Jalen Hurts, oh, Miles this. Sanders, I got and this. the Eagles defense. Oh, I got this. I got this. Uh, that's mine. I can't wait to see you in your mustache, T-shirt, and beer combo. And I don't uh, know if you knew this, but nobody put up more points in fantasy football at that position last week than my boy Jalen Hurts. Yeah, don't worry about Aaron Rodgers. He'll be fine. Uh, look, cheers. That's it for us here on the Post Game Pies podcast. Hey, Dave, can you just put your camera on? I know your mic's not on, but Dave, can you put your camera on? A lot of love. The Post Game Pies podcast does not get done without Dave, <laughs> Trent, and Dewey. He's our boy. Uh, look, it, it, we're, we're still, I want you to know, we're, at, we're just at the beginning of what we want to do here. So I know we're coming to the conclusion of 2020. We have such big ideas for 2021, the three of us. This is the genesis of the Post Game Pints podcast. This is just the beginning. The Campbell Play-By-Play IPA, the Angry Gallo Ale, Dave Trenadui, we're going to get you a beer. I promise you. I promise you. If it's the, you know, if it might be 2022, but we're going to get it done. All right. So uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We only get one podcast this week, but we're going to be back with twice a week. You won't miss it. And so much more when it comes to 2021. Cheers. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. No, 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 no. Come on. VBF.